Welcome to Ode to Games. My name's Logan Plan, joined today by Kevin Valine. Hello, Kev. How's it going, Logan? It's going well. I have a premonition to tell you all about on this week's show, and also here to talk about it with us, Zach Ross. Hello, Zach. Hello. I'm glad to have a psychic friend now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I, bizarre. I've always wanted one. Yeah. So, a couple weeks ago, I successfully predicted the Nintendo Direct that it would happen the next week. But this week, I had a prediction, a premonition, that's even more wild than that. And it has to do with our biggest news story for the week. And, of course, it is the less than thrilling news that Nintendo is uh, shutting down support for the 3DS and Wii U eShop. Officially closing down by the end of March 2023. But there is a rollout, kind of, of, of removal of features that's going to happen uh, starting this year with both adding funds from credit cards, adding funds from Nintendo cards, and then eventually not being able to buy anything at all. But before we get into it, I just got to share. I had a dream on Tuesday night that Nintendo shut down the Wii U and 3DS eShops. I woke up Wednesday morning, and I was like, huh, that's probably going to happen pretty soon. And then it happened at 5 p.m. that same day. It's it's one of the it's one that's of the more crazy timing. wild moments I've had. So uh, yeah, listen to Ode to Games for some wild premonitions. <laughs> well, we're going to talk <laughs> about Logan's <laughs> dreams. I feel like, well, fact. this week, Logan, what were your gaming dreams? They'll probably <laughs> gonna come, come true soon. Yeah, so it was. Kevin and I were actually talking about this recently. I, I don't use social media very well. I'm not good at posting regularly. This was the one time where I'm like, man, I wish that I had posted that. I wish I'd woken up and posted. Just had a dream that Nintendo shut down the Wii U and 3DS eShop because then it happened that day. But let's get into it. That's my premonition uh, for the week. But yeah, this news is not uh, super exciting. So this is from May 23rd of this year. You'll no longer be able to add money via a credit card on the 3DS store. From August 29th, you'll no longer be able to redeem point cards. Only download codes for games will work beyond that point or whatever funds you have in the shop as well. And then from March 2023, you'll no longer be able to purchase any games. You'll still be able to re-download games though. So any games or DLC that you already have purchased will still be re-downloadable. Uh, so that that's the gist of it. Uh, we saw a similar thing with Sony and the PS3 and Vita stores last year, but after the Twitter outrage, they quickly reversed that decision. But I'm just going to tell you right now, I don't see that happening here uh, with Nintendo, regardless of the outrage that comes of it. So, uh, Kev, obviously disappointing news here. Uh, what's your take? I hate it. <laughs> I hated it when, uh, when PlayStation did it. I'm glad they reversed that. I didn't like it when uh, the Wii Virtual Console and, and Shop shut down. And I don't like it here either. And as we get further and further along, before you would look back on those stores shutting down and be like, man, that sucks. You had like a lot of cool little experiences on there. But as we get further along, digital becomes a much more ingrained part of the console where there are full length games on there that can't be purchased anywhere else. 3DS has got a couple of Ace Attorney games and some other stuff that you just won't be able to access anymore, let, al let alone all of the copies physically that are going to get incredibly expensive and already are there are multiple twitter threads out there that are advising people on what games to pick up digitally now that are already a hundred dollars or well over physically and you can bet that those are going to keep going up you know it, it just sucks that some games are going to be either out of reach monetarily for most people legally or not available whatsoever legally and I found it really funny that 
on their original post, Nintendo had this question in the FAQ that was like, does it Nintendo have uh, an obligation to provide all of these dig- all these classic games to uh, to people as as we move along into different generations? And they're just like, well, we have NSO. That's it. We have no other plans at this time. It's just like that's that's it. That that's all it is. And and they knew that wasn't great because they they pulled that quite quickly, but. You know, I want to really chime in on that because I, I do agree that was really poor wording. I think that was a mistake to include that in the FAQ. But we have no plans at this time Is means absolutely nothing coming from them. They were asked in an interview a week before they announced the new 3DS, do you have another 3DS model in the works? And they said, we have no plans at this time. And yes, they do. A week later, there it is. So yeah, it's not the most, It's it doesn't give any confidence to the fans who want to be able to buy these games in other ways, especially when no not holding back at all the offering on switch for classic games is terrible nintendo switch online is awful the rollout for games has been abysmal the last multiple years we finally got earthbound i don't think it's a coincidence we got earthbound the week before they announced they were shutting it down on the only other platforms where you could get it but saying that we currently have no plans to offer classic content otherwise they surely they do they're just not talking about it yet would it be nice if they talked about it right now in lieu of this news absolutely um but i think getting i think getting too hung up like a lot of twitter was on that specific wording it was was kind of burying the the main story here for me i guess there's a chance that they'll do it but i don't i don't find the odds very high they seem dead set on nso being the way of the future and i think that they undermine their own service to an extent if they decide to backtrack and be like, all right, now we're doing virtual console. They could do it, but I have very little confidence that that will ever be a thing that they're going to do in the next 10 to 15 years at least. I feel like they are all in on NSO with the new with N64 coming out, all the expansion passes, new games trickling out. Um, I, I, I kind of believe them, at least in the short term, that they really don't have too many... Uh, any plans beyond we're going to keep on slowly adding more stuff to NSO or, or, you know, doing like a, a remake or something, which companies will do periodically. I would just hope but this that is also, a kick in the butt to make NSO better. Sorry, I keep going. Kevin. But, but it also ignores the fact of just 3DS and Wii U games. Like you get hung up on the virtual console, but at the very least switch has something, something yeah. on there. Like you can play some of these games still. There's just a bunch of 3DS games that are going to get completely lost in the shuffle, Wii U as well, that are just going to vanish. And that sucks. That they're, that A lot of those games have almost no chances of, of getting released again. There are these small titles that were kind of stuck there, and now they're just going to disappear. Specifically with the hardware, you've got 3DS, which has two screens that aren't even the same size. The top screen is is wider than the bottom screen. And then you've got the Wii U with the gamepad setup, which Nintendo could easily emulate if they were just like, hey, just hook up like your Switch Lite is the gamepad. Bonkers to me that hasn't been a feature yet, by the way. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, but other than that, these are not these are two of the hardest consoles to emulate the games for just because of, of the nature of the hardware and what Nintendo was doing at the time. So yeah, it is sad to see that a lot of these games just aren't going to be accessible anymore. And then, yeah, like you were saying, Kev, the physical copies are going to skyrocket. I look at something like Xenoblade Chronicles X, a game that sold extremely poorly, uh, that is only on Wii U, that Monolith and Nintendo have still not brought to Switch. We talked about it 
last week during our direct recap, that's just going to skyrocket. I saw one of them was uh, the late Nace Attorney crossover was a tweet you sent us where it's like 90 to $150 on eBay. It's like, man. Currently. Yeah, right now. And that's only going to go up. Um, the Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice, the other two Ace Attorney games, are on iOS and Android. So they're still going to be purchasable somewhere, uh, just not on 3DS where they originally came out. But it's a bummer. Um, I am at least happy that they gave some semblance of advance notice so you can go and grab some of the stuff you want digitally. That was the big thing with PlayStation. It was about to happen like right away. And another big part of that was there were people actively developing Vita games who were like, where am I going to sell this? Um, so that, that that's something, at least you have a year to buy games, a little less to add funds uh, to your account that you want. But that at least is a good part of it. I think on the show, we don't have it together this week, but uh, as we get closer to that date, we'll probably walk through some of the games that you should grab, that you should buy uh, before this thing ends. So it's sad. It's sad for me as a diehard Wii U and 3DS fan to see support for these things ending. Um, but yeah, Zach, we haven't heard from you yet. Do you have anything to say about this news? Yeah, I generally agree with everything you guys have said, but, you know, like we talked about, hopefully this is the, the motivation that Nintendo needs to make a better NSO to roll out more games more frequently for those consoles and have it, the virtual console on the Wii U, which is going away. NSO is really all we'll have, and now that I've recently started using my 3DS a lot more since I'm playing the Ace Attorney franchise, I've picked those games up and I've been looking at other stuff and I still have to buy the DLC for those games before that option goes away. So yeah, hopefully if if you're even remotely interested in picking something up digitally on 3DS, it, because at least, yeah, we did get that advance notice. So people will be able to make those decisions. As also as a video game collector, it's going to suck to see all these cool physical copies going up, up and up. Yeah, so just see where this goes from here i also feel bad for the people that aren't really going to be able to pick up these games while they're actually available like like i think about you know snes was before my time and n64 you know i was you know a baby basically when that was when that was popping but i can still go back and you know and find those games they're getting a lot more expensive of course as are most games but they're you know they're still hanging out around and you can pick them up but for uh, for little kids now that maybe, you know, five, ten years from now, discover the the 3DS and, and that library. And some of those games either are ridiculously prohibitively expensive or just gone. I just feel bad for them. And and it's only going to get worse from here as digital becomes more ingrained. I'm hoping that companies will see that and you have Microsoft being very gung-ho about um, backwards compatibility and, and having all of their games available to play or most of them that they can available on on one system i hope there's more integration with older consoles so that things carry over but when we get to like more we're, we've already got full digital consoles now <laughs> i can just imagine you know in 10 years it's just a brick yeah because the store's shut down and it's like well i i can only play the games that are attached to my account or downloaded like it is besides yourself it is basically a brick and i don't know that's just crazy to me which, with Game Pass, there's, like, no games tied personally to my Xbox account that I own. So, if, when that isn't the case, yeah, the Series S is going to be pretty useless down the road, uh, for sure. And then, I look at, like, the Wii U and 3DS also. Yeah, they gave us time, but even people right now who have a wish list of games they want to grab, but just don't have the money. 
Just can't like yeah. justify spending a couple hundred dollars maybe on all the titles that are on the wish lists across two platforms. Um, yeah, it's it's just sad to see, and I understand why the companies want to do this with Sony and Nintendo. It costs a lot more money to maintain these stores probably than they are bringing in, especially the Wii U, which very few people own. It, it makes sense to shutter that store, but it does suck, and you do wish that they would just eat the costs because they're so profitable elsewhere and, and keep those stores up as long as they could. Yeah, and you could like offset some of that. Now that we have such a high attach rate for digital versions, you kind of cut out the middleman in yeah. a lot of cases with retail. You, It'd be nice if they could funnel a little bit of that money that they save into keeping up these storefronts in some way, but you know they're going to optimize to make the most amount of money possible because they're publicly traded companies, and that's their goal, to make the most amount of money possible. And for them, this is just dead weight. Like, why are we putting more money into it when we have very few people um, purchasing games? And, like, I understand that, but preservation's important, and not many of the companies really seem to care about it. Yeah, and I, I look at something like just the libraries that they built across the 3DS and Wii U in preserving their legacy content. It has not been matched by really anything xbox is doing great now but they don't have quite the legacy that nintendo does to pull back from you could play the entire legend of zelda series if you have a wii u and 3ds literally everything not some of the spin-offs uh, not every version of every game but in some form every mainline zelda game is accessible on those two consoles and that's just going away games like the minish cap or the oracle games which are extremely expensive physically and this is the only place that they are they just aren't playable anymore and then indie games too like affordable space adventures is a brilliant uh, two-player indie game where one person's on the gamepad kind of making sure that your rocket ship doesn't totally collapse running between different rooms maintaining the different systems while the other person's on the tv screen actually piloting the ship through these really dangerous worlds it's a phenomenal game that never came to anything else because it was that gamepad and TV screen integration. It's just gone. It's just not going to be purchasable anymore. Didn't get a physical copy. That is a game that I played on a, a friend's Wii U, and I'm like, I need to buy that. That's a game that I want to be able to go back to at some point. So F-Zero. I wouldn't have gotten into F-Zero if it weren't for the Wii U Virtual Console where I played three of the four titles that I've played. It's just not... A lot of people just play what's new, play new games on the new system, but a lot of people go back to find other things, especially virtual console games are cheap. They're like six or seven bucks to experience some of Nintendo's best games ever. And it's just, it's just really sad to see virtual console ending. Kevin and I were chatting before the show. This is it for virtual console since all that's left is Nintendo Switch Online. It's, it's dead now and it was phenomenal on those platforms. Oh. There still are those little NES Classic and SNES Classic little console things that you own. <laughs> Plug and place? Yeah. I, I don't uh, think the libraries on those are crazy extensive, but... They're also break them. like hundreds of dollars on eBay now. Yeah. If you didn't buy them. Oh, they're expensive they were now? Yep. They were all, you know, discontinued. So yeah. that, you know, you're just paying... Uh, Never mind. Paying secondhand. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing... You I'm, could go and those but. i you guys know i love the wii u i also love the 3ds they're like my two two of my favorite nintendo consoles right there with the gamecube and the switch will be the other ones that are my favorites and so i'm already trying to make like a big google doc like man what do i need to buy before this is done and i'm sure a lot of people are doing the same 
Uh, I, I fortunately went on this Wii U spending binge, uh, like, during the pandemic in 2020, where I picked up a lot of physical Wii U games I didn't have. And I was just scrolling eBay today, and I'm like, gosh, I'm glad I did that when I did. Because some of this stuff now is already skyrocketing. But then there's some 3DS games that I wish I could get physically, but will probably never be the case. I look at the Luigi's Mansion remake, which is one of the hardest 3DS games oh, to God. find. Yeah, one and, of those really late, yeah. late in the life cycle games. A post-Switch uh, 3DS game just impossible to find physically when it came out and now it's just exorbitantly expensive so it's it's tough it's tough it's a tough pill to swallow i'm pretty sad about it feels like the end of an era like the wii u is officially going to be dead a year from now and that's just it's tough to believe even though it's been dead for five years but it's <laughs> still been dead for since me. it came out yeah i still peruse <laughs> I <know>. the wii u <laughs> shop every so often I still go on there and I, I see what's up, see what sales there are. I also wonder if there's going to be like a big fire sale before these things. I would, shut I, down. I hope so. Yeah, it would give be people nice. at least yeah. one last chance. Because yeah, I've got a, a couple of stuff, uh, things that that I was wanting to pick up, and you know, like the Ace Attorney games. I want, uh, I'll, oh yeah, I'll give it a little bit longer, hoping for for another sale there. But definitely want to pick up some of these before mm-hmm. before they vanish. But. Come on, give give one last little little gift to your your few 13 million Wii owners, Wii U owners, be like, <laughs> every first party title, 99 cents on the last day. <laughs> a penny. <laughs> uh, Suck them all up. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, one game that's going away, this is this is totally random, but did you guys know that there's a My Nintendo, so the rewards program, exclusive Twilight Princess Picross game? You guys ever heard of that? I have that. You do? Yeah, because I... I I'm pretty sure I did because I w- I had a bunch of those uh, coins. Yeah, and that was for a long time before they introduced the physical rewards again. That was like the only interesting thing on there. Yeah, it was like that and something else. I so, don't have that yet, so I'm grinding really? coins uh, to get up to a thousand to redeem. <laughs> you grind them. coins. You check in every week, and there's a few oh. tasks that you can do. But yeah, I'll have enough. I'll have enough before uh, it's over to redeem that game, which so few people are gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> so that thing's going to be a rarity. but Yeah, if you've got a 3DS with the Ambassador program and that. <laughs> yeah. Sell that for a thousand bucks. It'd be like PT. Yeah. Getting really, really expensive. So I know we've done uh, 3DS retrospectives, and I was the only one with a Wii U. But I want to talk about these consoles more as we approach the end dates. Because, yeah, they're they're pretty important ones to me. So we'll, we'll go through some of the best games that are on there. Do you guys take a look at your uh, memories page that they uh that they launched yeah so nintendo put up uh in conjunction with this announcement they're like but you can relive your favorite 3ds and wii u memories you won't be able to play them but and it was totally to like try and flood social media soften the blow of this news with everyone like getting all nostalgic over these systems and before we get into ours I was really devastated at how many people's Wii U memories I saw where it was like the top three were like Netflix, Hulu, and YouTube. I'm like, that's just <laughs> devastating. Well, and then at. you have a, a bigger group of people, myself included, where it's like, 3DS, take a look here. Wii U, uh, you got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. there's no data here. Yeah, but Kev, what was yours? <laughs> uh, total play time. I thought there was more than this. I guess I played my DS more. 442 hours across 35 titles my most played game animal crossing new leaf as i feel like a lot of other people yeah that's one of the biggest time sinks on there at 84 hours 
Harvest Moon, A New Beginning at 66 Hours, and Rune Factory 4 at 49. So a bunch of life sim and farming games at the top of uh, top of my list for me. RPG simulation and multiplayer were my top three uh, genres. Zach, did you take so, a look at yours? I didn't. I saw that it existed, but I, and I was going to check it out, but I forgot. Yeah, my Wii U would be zero, and <laughs> I have no clue what my 3DS <laughs> Along with is. most other people, I think. Yeah. Uh, my 3DS Looking, one, well, yeah. my top three titles, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D, 148 hours, makes sense. That's the one I play every year. Number two is Netflix, <laughs> Man. which we've talked about before. What? And 146 <laughs> hours of Netflix Dang. on my 3DS. Uh, and number three was Smash 3DS at 111 hours. Uh, 1,401 hours total. 192 titles Woo. played. I wonder how many of that is demos. and I, I downloaded oh. every demo. It was so novel at the time when they were like, you can download demos. And I remember the first one they had was the Mario and Sonic at the London Olympic Games. I played that demo until it expired. I don't know why I did that, but is I played it a great that game. Demo. No, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not fun. Yeah. Uh, favorite genres, <laughs> action, adventure, RPG. Yeah. And then... Video oh, streaming. Is that <laughs> your third? <laughs> video streaming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the Wii U side, uh, total play time, uh, 1,066 hours. Uh, total titles played, 43. That's and like most of the Wii U library, isn't it? It sure is. Uh, number one, Smash Wii U at 228 hours. And number two, Mario Kart 8 at 159 hours. Some things never changed. Those are my top two games on Switch also. I would and, assume that if it's not like Netflix or Hulu, those would probably be the top two. Yeah. And number three, Hyrule Warriors Hulu. at 75 okay. hours. Saw some crazy times for people's Hyrule Warriors. It's, uh, there's a ton oh, there. My God. There's a ton to do. <laughs> uh, and then other games that it like highlighted were Mario Maker, Splatoon, and Earthbound. And yeah, those are the, those are the games I think of when I think of the Wii U. Rest in peace, Nintendo Wii. Almost, yeah. almost. Yeah, we'll 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 do some. You're Luigi retrospective part two. I gotta buy Doctor Luigi. I never owned it. I gotta grab that before it goes away. Is it Doctor Luigi? Yeah, you're a Luigi product. Incredible. Yeah, top shelf. Okay. Certified year of Luigi product. So Nintendo. we'll be talking about that more, I'm sure, as we all buy some games on those and. Uh, just I'm we'll actually... have to make uh, some lists and uh, and go through some of them as we get closer. Definitely before they uh, they shut off the cards. Although it sounds like, uh, according to their blog post, that if you link your two accounts, um, you can you still can add, add funds yeah. via the Switch, and then uh, use that same wallet on on the 3DS and Wii U. So yeah. as long as you link those accounts, uh, those earlier dates uh, aren't as big of a deal. Yeah, mine are already all connected, and I. I confirm that is how it works. I whenever I log on to the Wii U shop, it's like you got like ninety cents in here. I'm like, oh yeah, I do have a little bit left over <laughs> in my Switch wallet. So yes, it does work that way. Um, yeah, and I'm actually working on a feature for IGN, which will be up this week, which is the best games on Wii U and 3DS that are going away forever. So I already have a little bit of a list that we can go through maybe next week on the show, uh, sometime, sometime soon. But yeah, let's move on from that to some more exciting news, which is the Sonic Cinematic Universe is real and it is here and it is thriving sonic 2 isn't even out yet it comes out in april but we already learned uh, this was through a viacom cbs investors day where they revealed a bucket of projects for paramount plus including halo season 2 
uh, a new Blue's Clues movie for any Blue's Clues fans out there. And <laughs> yeah, they're going hard on Blue's Clues. Yeah, they confirmed that a third Sonic movie is already in development. They revealed the logo for that. Uh, the three is red this time, so kind of fitting with the Sonic Tales Knuckles themes. Even and speaking, Knuckles is already rolling in. Speaking <laughs> <into> of Knuckles, <laughs> he's getting his own TV show on Paramount Plus. Idris Elba confirmed to return to voice him. He's voicing him in the movie. He's going to be sexy Knuckles, as we've oh, talked yeah. about on this show. So, yeah, Sonic Cinematic Universe is here. Three movies and a project, a TV project. And I can't help but wonder, would any of this happen if the original design had gone through and that is how the first Sonic movie had turned out? I don't know, but we, we really liked that movie. Super excited for the second one. So this is great news in my book. Yeah, crazy seeing some of these re-ups uh, before the stuff even is out yet. Both looking yeah. at both Halo and you know Sonic. Sonic at the very least had the first movie that did very well, mm -hmm. but they must have you know uh, very good, ex very high expectations for Sonic Two that they would already greenlight a third movie and a TV show on it. Uh, but Halo also is just kind of crazy. That thing is not even out yet, yeah. and they're like season two, we're rolling in. Um, I don't have Paramount Plus, and I. Even after this, don't really have any plans to get it. I don't really want to spread myself out with like twenty different streaming services. I'm gonna use the but, free uh, trial once all of Halo is out. <laughs> you gotta wait until Halo's out, and Knuckles is out, and just binge it for <laughs> exactly a, a week, and then be like, "All right, I'm done." Bye, Paramount Plus. But I hope it's good. I love Knuckles. Mm -hmm. I hope his show is good. Just protecting the emeralds or something. I don't know. I'm excited because there was a spinoff Knuckles comic fun. back in the day, so it's kind of like they're doing the same thing here, where it was. Sonic had the main comic, and then Knuckles had a little side thing, and I'm excited he's getting his own show, because he looks really good in the trailers and sounds good, too, so I'm excited about this version of him. Better than the Boom version. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. I wonder how much, uh, how much overlap there'll be with the movies in the show. Yeah. Like, how, how connected it'll be. Like, so it, it depends where the you know, it, it looks off. like it's the same, the same look. Yeah, or, I think so, they... yeah. I think so... it'll be like the live action with the... So you would character. assume that there's a connection, but I wonder how, how deep they're going to go into that or if it's going to be very much like a, a side thing and, you know, Knuckles, you know, shows up in the movies, but we'll see. Yeah, Zach, who's the new character going to be in uh, Sonic 3? Uh, I saw some theories that it was Big the Cat <laughs> and Froggy. Oh. <laughs> That'd be great. What about Dead Amy? No, Dead yeah. Amy. Mm -hmm. oh. I saw people saying that the three sideways looks like metal sonic's eyes so people think the metal sonic's gonna be in it man uh, who who did that who, who turned that through oh my god metal sonic he's here yeah so i'm i'm thrilled usually i'm like super not into just blowing up these franchises milking them for all that's worth like all the star wars stuff going on has really killed my care for that universe but i'm all in on this i'm, I'm excited for it mostly because i thought the first Ooh. movie was so good Guess we, we just, just had a great go off the rails. Yeah, anywhere. just had a great idea. What if the red three you turn it sideways? It's an M crossover with the Mario movie. Chris Pratt. Oh my god, it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> oh no, you heard it here first. Rumor <laughs> roundup: uh, the third Sonic movie will have Chris Pratt as Mario in it. Speaking of rumor roundup, ties into the Sonic Frontiers news this week, and this was just in the uh, confirmation of the movie announcement. From the official Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account, a special message about the future of the Sonic franchise from the CEO of Sega, Haruki Satomi, who says, We are delighted to announce the third Sonic theatrical film and the first live-action Sonic series for Paramount Plus are being actively developed. 
We are excited to continue expanding the Sonic franchise with them. 2022 is shaping up to be a significant year with the second film being released this April, as well as Sonic Frontiers, the highly anticipated video game title, coming They're going this, for it this year. holiday. Oh boy. <laughs> coming this holiday. Until it gets delayed. Yep. So I just thought it was fun <laughs> that we heard a another little statement that Sonic Frontiers is on track for this year. It's not the biggest rumor, but we when it's officially mentioned in the news, we gotta go with it. We, we gotta use that as the rumor. Yeah, They've got hopes. I mean, yeah. we're still almost a full, you know, like eight months away from holiday. So a lot could change in those eight months. Yeah. I still think there's a pretty good chance that it gets pushed to sometime in early 2023. As of now, though, they're aiming for 2022. Mm-hmm. I wonder when we'll see more of it. I'm hoping E3. I think we probably will around yeah. June. So, some, there's so many I mean, summer that's... games events. It's got to be at one of them. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be the next big thing going on. I mean, Nintendo just had their their direct, and it wasn't there. And yeah. Sega doesn't do a lot of their their own stuff. It seems they kind of you know use some of the other uh, the platform holders and things to show off their stuff. So that'd probably be a pretty good bet. And if you don't see it, then you could then there may be cause for some concern that it's not going to be hitting in uh, in yeah. holiday twenty twenty two if it doesn't show up by E three time sometime by midsummer. Usually Sonic has that panel at South by Southwest, which is usually okay. like mid-March, but it didn't happen last year. I don't think Sonic's going to be there this year either based on what I'm seeing. So maybe not there, but that's where they, they've shown a lot there. That's where they teased Team Sonic Racing for the first time, and they showed okay. off a lot of Sonic Mania stuff there before too. But may, maybe then, but probably June. If it's coming out this year, for sure <laughs> yeah. by June, there's got to be <laughs> yeah. something. Uh, but yeah. So that's your rumor roundup. But big, big week for Sonic. They also got that animated series, Sonic Prime, which is in the works at Oh, Netflix. yeah. I forgot about Absolutely that. forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, it's been overshadowed recently. Yeah, oh, nice. Overshadowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see about that. But I'm excited for the, I'm excited for the second movie. I thought all the trailers that I've seen for it have looked really good. Uh, I saw a good tweet today that said Jim Carrey was great, but he should have put on 300 more pounds to play. I saw that, too. <laughs> that's funny. He had to be dedicated to the role. Yeah. Yep. So that's your rumor roundup, but we got a couple more news stories to get to, uh, including Cyberpunk's next-gen version, Cyberpunk 2077. Current-gen now, yeah. Finally playable, because it seems like it's pretty good now on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X specifically. The Series S version, I've heard, doesn't run quite doesn't as well. Doesn't have the graphical upgrades. Doesn't have the, um, what, 60 FPS Yeah, but it's 30 FPS. Nope, it's locked at 30. Yeah. It doesn't have the the know uh the the ray tracing or the 60 yeah. fps mm-hmm. options that are offered on the series x and the ps5 it has everything else like apparently the... does have high fidelity though so like oh. it runs better and apparently the okay. of course they improved like the crowd reaction was a big thing that they were talking about and series s does have that so it has all of the kind of the actual inner workings of the game are better it's just visually not quite as good but i've heard great things about the ps5 and series x versions and it just makes me feel like should have just come out now this is when it should have come out <laughs> should have delayed it by 14 months yeah a, a year and yeah. change people would have just been like yep more delays makes sense yeah wouldn't have i mean like what we got on the one hand you know i'm glad that the game is in a playable state and that people can enjoy it on something that's not a very highly optimized pc mm-hmm. but on the other end i'm still really pissed off at how they hoodwinked everybody 
completely. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think I've I've seen something that brazen before or since of just complete lies. Like Colonial yeah. Marines, I guess I wasn't you know around for I I wasn't paying attention to that game when it was coming out. Yeah. But I know that that was a whole big debacle. But man, what a mess! And yeah, they should have just delayed this thing by another year because then it would have come out and people are like, hey. This is a good game. I yeah. enjoy it instead of just the absolute mess of the thing getting removed from the store and not being playable on last gen and people can't even get current gen consoles at the time. Like, could have just avoided all that. Oh, well, that game will now always have that stigma for the rest of its life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 the same thing with No Man's Sky in the sense that like it's great now and people love it, but the most of the conversation always starts with man this game was crap at one point, like and, now, and now it's good. Like, great, it's good now, out. but yeah, that nothing. that will always be tied to it, and I think Cyberpunk will be the exact same way. Yeah, and I, I do think it's and one it of the worst it. examples of it, for sure, because No Man's Sky, I think that hate for that was a little overblown at launch. It was a functional was a really game studio. that looked good, and it just didn't have all the features that they wanted at launch, but they're all there now. So like they they made good on everything they said would be there. And it got a new a new thing announced this week, right? There's yeah, a whole uh-huh. other big update for it. Yeah, it's crazy. Sean Murray that says they're still getting support. They're not even close to being done with it. Like they're still going to be working on it. Have a lot for it, but yeah, this one's bad. Like especially with the state of the world at the time it came out, we were only eight months into the pandemic. And I think that if they were like, we're delaying this thing indefinitely, it's not coming out, maybe even next year. Yeah, it would have sucked for people waiting for it. But now, today would be like a huge day for for the games industry if it had just been Cyberpunk launch day. I think people would have been very excited, the reviews would have been rave, and it would have been a game of the year front runner. But instead, it shadow dropped in one of the busiest first quarters ever in games and it's $25 on the PlayStation store. They're like and there's a 5-hour free trial. So it's just like please try this game. They're doing everything they can to win the will of the people back and it's a lesson that yeah, just delay your games if you need. But Zach, you downloaded the 5-hour trial. I did. I downloaded it uh once I saw that it was up. I didn't know it was dropping as soon as it did. I thought it would be coming later this year. Um, so I was excited for this game. Um, glad I didn't pre-order it. Glad I waited to see the mess. Um, decided to just put it off indefinitely until I got fixed. Saw some good things about the 1.5 update. Still some features missing that people were hoping for or that was promised. I don't really know the specifics, but I think this is a good time to play Cyberpunk if you're interested. Um, I booted like I booted it up as a joke just when I was on the phone with Logan and then this countdown started at five hours and it was like nice. four hours, 59 minutes. And I was like, Holy crap. And then I like panicked <laughs> and turned it off. Cause I didn't know <laughs> that it was like a five hour timer. Um, Oh, hopefully that turning the game off stopped the timer. Hopefully it didn't just kick wow. it off. That, that would suck from, from the time you booted <laughs> exactly. up the first time you got What's five hours. Uh, you better so be you gotta spend some time in character creation, but maybe that's not the best idea. I gotta squeeze as much as I can out of those. Does five progress hours. Uh, transfer? I have no idea. I really don't. Wanna look. Uh, yeah, you'll probably want to get into, as... like a, in the middle of a cutscene. I'm gonna be really upset. I want to get as far into the game as you can to make sure that things aren't exactly. still freaking out. You know, you want to actually see the game the in action. Just to make sure 
I want to play it, that it's not as buggy, and that it's it's actually what I want it to Especially be. Especially with the nature of Cyberpunk, which has, like, the three different openings before you even get to the open world segment. And yeah. they're, like, multiple hours long, I think. I wonder if the demo just, like, drops you in Night City. And it's like, just do whatever you want for five hours. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Because I still have negative interest in that game after <laughs> everything that happened. Yeah. Kevin, are you ever going to return to Cyberpunk? I know you bought it and returned it at launch. Yeah, yeah. So luckily, buying it U.S. and having it shipped over here um, gave me enough time to see that the game was utterly broken and just immediately shipped it back. Um, currently, I'm still running on a PS4, and as much as they update that thing, that game is never going to get to the point where it is a a a great experience for it. I think that at most, it's going to be serviceable, and I feel like at this point, now that they have the next gen version out, and then I feel like the the past last gen versions are, are are stable i guess is probably about what we're going to get i think that's it i think at this yeah. point they're going to be focusing on current gen and i wouldn't blame them for it because there's only so much you can squeeze out of the consoles although horizon zero uh, horizon forbidden west seems to run pretty well yeah. on ps4 um but until i get a ps5 there is absolutely no interest and then once i do get a ps5 there's a bunch of other stuff i'd rather play over cyberpunk this would be one that you know, years down the line, it'd be like a Witcher thing for me, where I just pick up the game for 10 or 15 bucks and, and give it a whirl and see how it is with all the DLC included. But it is not one I have any urgency to play right now, especially when I'm only on last gen. Yeah, and we are just, we're just a few people that probably, like, I don't think this game will sell as much as it was going to. Like, you two were for sure going to buy it. You were going to buy it on day one. I remember we were talking all of 2020, you guys were like, really excited for cyberpunk i was never probably gonna play it and then it went for me maybe to never and even you guys are like zach's like i'll try the free trial and kevin's like maybe but probably not just based on everything free else trial has out. to really win me over <laughs> i'll say that right yeah. now especially in this busy year of video games i'm sure there's thousands tens of thousands of people maybe more that feel the same way that yeah this game just <laughs> really stumbled uh, and i'm i'm curious if if we're going to see uh, people more hesitant or less hesitant to delay their games based on what happened here. But yeah. I hope so. That's Cyberpunk. We got a couple other stories. We got Bioshock getting a movie from Netflix. Does anybody care? I mean, the first... I, I, I played the first Bioshock. I think it's a very good game. I, I don't know if I'd make a one-to-one -one adaptation of the game itself, but I think that you could make a very interesting TV show about the world. And you could make a TV show about the creation of um, of the underwater city and everything that went into it and in its collapse. I think that'd be very interesting. I don't know if it'll turn out well. It's a video game adaptation, so, you know, you, don't, you try not to go in with much of an expectation and hopefully uh, it blows you away or you can at least be like, oh, that was solid. But I think at the very least in this universe, uh, they could do interesting things with it. Things with it, And, of course, they'll probably try and, you know, have it launch around the time that the next Bioshock game comes out. So we'll see. Yeah, it's... They've, they've squeezed everything they can out of superheroes. We're just going to see every video game under the sun get some sort of adaptation on, on Netflix or any of these other services. I mean, just this week... Halo Season 2, Sonic, Bioshock confirmed. It's just happening more and more. The Uncharted movie comes out today. Uncharted movie. 
Mario movie is coming with yep. presumably uh, spinoffs and Donkey, you know, Kong, Donkey Kong movie yeah. or whatever. Like, there's going to be a lot. Yeah. We'll see how much of it ends up being good. But <laughs> the tides have been shifting a little bit. Seeing very mixed things on Uncharted. Seeing some people like, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun kind of mindless action movie. And some people are like, this is terrible. And I hated it. So... Yeah, we'll see. Kevin, you're seeing it this weekend. Zach and I aren't seeing it for to, yeah. a couple more weeks. So we'll hopefully hear from you next week on what you think of it. And then we can do our full, more spoilery discussion two episodes from now. After yeah. I don't know if we it. said this on the show, but we did get our codes for free tickets. Yep. From you did? Okay, it worked. For the PS5 version. They came yeah, like 10 days later. Later <laughs> yeah. in email. And it didn't okay. even come to my like inbox. It came to my like side inbox with all like, you know, Gmail. Does it buy yeah. promotions. Oh, it was in my man, promotions, they don't want you to which see I that. never check. So I, I luckily, like, saw online that it was coming to email on, like, this day. So I checked all my inboxes and found it, thank goodness. So I'll so be able has, to see it. Does that work at any movie theater? Or Regals. is it, like, select? Just Regal, Regal Cinema. Regal. Yep. Okay. Any Regal, okay. though. All right. That's, that, I mean, that's pretty uh, a pretty wide range of theaters. Yeah. Yep. So we'll hit up a Regal uh, when we see it in, in a week from now, which is exciting. Uncharted I'm looking movie. forward to it. Me too. You no. Know. I, you know, there's spoilers out there already. Yeah, Jack and you gotta, I are both spoiled on a little thing. So. On Twitter. <laughs> gotta, go, gotta go dark. Yeah. Spoiled by like three things on Twitter in one day. It was like Before a bad day. It's even out. Like, it's not even yeah. out yet. It's like they took this set piece from this game and this one from this one. And and Nate, that's just Nate the trailers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no more movies. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> they are, also, no continuity with the games because he's dead now. Dude, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other issue. There's continuity with the games. It's like, oh, you did all these stunts before when you were a kid? Now it's just like, why aren't you freaking out that the exact same thing is happening to you right now? The obligatory amnesia or something. Yeah, the anime amnesia. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got a countdown website from Capcom for February 20th. Lots of theories about what it's going to be. At like 9 p.m. Yeah, it's coming soon. Uh, some people think it could be Resident Evil related. Some people say Street Fighter. So let's make our official guesses right here. What's this countdown clock for, Zach? Um, I do not think it's going to be Resident Evil. I think that this is count- this countdown has to be for something bigger than like Resident Evil Eight DLC. And it's no nowhere near Resident Evil Nine announcement time. So I'm going to say Street Fighter Six announcement. I think it's time now that Street Fighter Five is finally wrapped up. Um, with the the final. Uh, fighters pass so i think this might be a good time kevin i'd love it to be something ace attorney but i also think that the most likely option is something street fighter related which means i won't really uh pay attention too much but yeah yeah i'm seeing that the there's apparently a street fighter tournament that wraps up at that time capcom cup or something like that yeah the street fighter pro tour season final wraps up at that time but I don't know. Just based on the aesthetic of this countdown clock, it looks very it looks Resident like Evil. Resident Evil. So it I'm really gonna does, say, but I don't know what I'm it would say be. RE4 oh, remake. Resi 4. Yeah, yep. that's yep. what I'm gonna say. I'll roll with that. Although it seems weird to announce a game that big, either Street Fighter 6 or Resident Evil 4 remake, just with a rando countdown clock. That feels strange to yeah. me. I think that's a pretty good guess. Uh, it matches the aesthetic, and. I think that's pretty widely desired by the community. Yeah, yeah we've been talking about it for a while. There's a lot of stuff swirling about Resident Evil 4, so. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And then our last news piece here for the day, before we get into our O2, which ties into, is even if you don't buy the Mario Kart 8 DLC Booster Course Pass, you can still play it online in the random rotation. So that's just good. That's good news, that if you play online, you won't be blocked out of any lobbies if you don't buy this thing yourself. Yeah, you always want to keep it open to everybody. You don't want to segment your, your player base with uh, with different maps and things. Good yeah. move. And yeah. for people that don't want to don't want to pay for it and play online a lot, maybe you'll get a good experience of the booster pass without uh, actually paying for it. Which yeah, they'll be pretty rare. Fifty six courses, and then how the online lobby works is you have to vote between three courses or pick random. So it'll if one of them comes up in the three course selection. That increases your odds, or you could just pick random every time for an 8 out of 56 chance to see one of those show up. Yeah, 1 in 7? Yeah. Yeah, but Kev. There's a chance. That ties into our 0-2. Mario Kart. Yeah. So, last week when this news dropped, uh, I think we all knew that we wanted to do a a wish list of some of the Mario Kart tracks that are not represented in 8 that we would love to see come back as part of this DLC uh, Zach, you've got one cor- uh, one cup's worth. and I have not played a lot of Mario Kart <laughs> Me and Logan, outside of got, eight. <laughs> uh, we've got two cups worth, uh, eight tracks, and uh, and Zach has four here. Um, I don't know how you ordered yours, Logan. I ordered mine. The The first cup was the ones that I wanted the most, and, and then the second cup was uh, was kind of the, the tier below that. Mine but, are uh, just... Uh, my second cup's all from one game, so I just... Oh really? Okay, that, yeah. so it's just it's just that one game's cup. Yep. I'll um, reorganize mine right now while you go. Yeah, so I'll go through that uh, that lower tier cup uh, of uh, of tracks that uh, that I want to see. Maple Treeway from Wii. It showed up again in Seven and Tour. I just like the aesthetic of it a lot um, with that uh, that fall aesthetic style with the uh, piles of leaves that you're driving through. Um, not the the most memorable for its track design for me, more so just the aesthetic of it. Uh, but I think that it would uh, do well to be represented in uh, in Mario Kart Eight. Toad's Factory on Wii uh, have a lot of good memories with it's that cool one. Uh, one of one of my uh, favorites from Wii of uh, of just the different sections of the factory. You know, you've got um, the out outside section with the crates as they're shipping things off. You go inside and they have the crushers where they're making uh whatever they're making in there you know i I kind of just like the continuity of it where it's like oh yeah this is like in a way you know its own like working factory and that's always kind of fun when you have a track that kind of operates on its own and it's kind of doing its own thing you're just doing a doing a race through it um waluigi stadium this one has not been uh been been released outside of the gamecube and it's uh oh it's on wii oh it's on it's a retro on on wii yeah oh it is on wii okay never mind uh, but I love that course. I played it a lot on GameCube. Uh, I I do really like those those dirt track style Me of too. courses because they always lend themselves well to uh, you know just like jumps and tricks and just random stuff that I don't think work as well in in the other courses. I think they can jam a lot more in it just because that's kind of the nature of those courses of just like random obstacles in your way. And I think that uh, the Waluigi uh, Waluigi Stadium. Is one of the one of the better examples of that. Better than Wario Stadium and N sixty four, which is this long, long yeah. track with not a whole lot going on in it. It yeah. actually has uh, stuff happening in it. And then DK's Jungle Parkway N sixty four came back in Wii. One of my favorites from the N sixty four. Yeah, 
I, that one's just iconic to me uh, as a kid of like shooting off that uh, big, yeah, that hill red, and yellow going rim. over the yeah, yeah and going over the water and and that bridge partway through trying to go up the uh, the wall in the cave try and get up faster like I don't I don't know why but that one's stuck in my brain as uh, as one of the classics from the N64 so that would be my first cup of tracks that I would want to see Logan how about you for your lower tier well first of all i saw your picks before i made mine and i agreed with a ton of yours i actually the night before i made 40 tracks that i wanted to see (laughs) so it's basically the whole booster pass. pretty much all the ones that you said uh, were on mine with a couple exceptions so i I picked completely differently from you just to get more tracks represented uh first up woohoo loop this is from mario Mm, kart 7 it is woohoo island from wii sports resort and it was the first track ever to be in segments instead of laps, which is a really awesome idea. They've only used a few times. Only Mount Wario in Mario Kart 8, Big Blue in the DLC, and then a few tracks in the 3DS game are the only ones to do it. Oh, and N64 Rainbow Road. They converted into that, too. But Woohoo Loop was the first one, and it's awesome. You just drive around the entire island. You go through the town square. You go across the bridge. Uh, it's daytime. It's great music. Yeah, love, love that one. Then Delfino Square, which is from the DS originally, and then it's on the Wii one also. Just a really cool town. Um, There's a really cool drawbridge that you can launch yourself over if the timing is right, or you just drive straight across. There's a lot of wild shortcuts. There's a cool little water section you drive by. That's just a really cool track with a really good song, too. Um, I I like that one a lot. Wario Coliseum from Double Dash and, I believe, DS. I think it was remade on DS. Uh, It is the... Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's it was, I believe, on DS. Insane metal jungle gym Wario <laughs> yeah. Coliseum with crazy turns and jumps. It's yeah, the big jump over the over the pit uh, yeah, near uh-huh. the end, where you're gonna like, are you gonna risk it and go off the the booster and, and try and cut that out? Yeah, the track's amazing. Classic. It has a ton of sections with no guardrails where you can just fly off. Uh, it's the, I believe, the only course that's two laps. It's because the laps are that long. So it's only a two-lap course, which I always thought was really unique. Uh, so I want that one to come back. It'd, it'd be really cool. I just The Wario and Waluigi tracks are so good. They're always Mario good. Kart. Yeah. And then uh, Maka Woohoo, oh, which is the same concept as Woohoo Island. It's another segmented one, but this one's based around the volcano in Woohoo Island from Mario Kart 7. And it's at like golden hour sunset. And it ends with this huge hang gliding section where you glide down over the beach area of Woohoo Island and... I just want all the segment tracks to come back. So uh, those are my first four. Need need more woohoo representation. Get it in there. Like. Instead of that weirdo square from Nintendo Switch Sports. It doesn't look as <laughs> yeah. good as woohoo. Island. I want to fly around the island. Why didn't you if I can't back do that, I'd at least be able to uh, to to drive carts around it instead. Yeah. Zach, you want to go with, uh, with your four? Yes. Would like to preface this by saying the only Mario Kart I've ever owned is Mario Kart DS, which I did not play a lot of. And then outside of that, I played some Mario Kart Wii and Mario Kart 8 on other friends' consoles, um, and had a good time with those. So I picked the four that kind of stood out in my head the most from what little I've played. Um, the first one being Maple Treeway, which Kevin has already talked about. Really cool aesthetic, but I also rem- remember really liking the track design, like going up and around the tree and the wigglers, to dodge the at, wigglers uh, the top, yep, yeah. I, at the top. So I, I really re- remember that one standing out particularly in my head, so I'd love to see that one come back. Um, and then Waluigi Stadium, like you said as well. Uh, I don't 
remember this course at all. I just love Waluigi and would love to have him have <laughs> more, more representation. Him, more, yep. course. <laughs> more him. <laughs> and then that leads nicely into Waluigi Pinball, which is a course I remember very well because I love it. I think it might Classic. be my favorite course um, from the DS. Um, every time that one comes up, I just think it's super cool. Very bright lights um, with the, the pinball aesthetic. And then last one I have is uh, Peach Gardens, which I remember... Um, I think it's a pretty flat course, but I, I like the twists and turns it takes. Ending Is that the up the one with the, on the hedge staircase? maze? Yeah, you have the maze yes, with the yeah. chain jumps. Yeah. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I remember really liking that one for some reason. I don't remember why, but it's still in my head. And my list would have a couple more additions, um, like Chaco Mountain and Coconut Mall, but those have already made it in to yeah. the DLC. So yeah. good for me. I got a couple of my favorites already in there. And these are the, the four that I would still very much like to see. I think Waluigi Pinball and Maple Tree Leroy being the, the two two front runners by far. Yeah, Waluigi Pinball is classic. I have that on my uh on my other cup. Um yeah, a classic from the DS. Incredible music and yeah, just the aesthetic. I still of, listen to of... the song by itself a lot. <laughs> yeah, from Waluigi Pinball. I think it's in Smash. Yeah. Too. And then, you know, as a kid, you're just playing that course. And then as you get older, you realize, like, oh, I'm the ball, like, going through this thing. Like, I'm, I'm getting shot out of the, of the little section of the pinball. Um, and just that whole section at the bottom where you've got the bumpers and you have to, and one of them is, like, electrified and you have to get around it. It's a classic course. Um, yeah, Waluigi's got some incredible courses. Yeah. I don't know why he's – I mean, he's great. Love Waluigi. Because he's great and everyone loves him. Yeah. Uh, some more tracks from my second cut, Moonview Highway. From Wii, uh, that is a, that one. a night. It, it could be pretty brutal sometimes it's with the hard. cars driving through. Um, but I just love that that nighttime aesthetic, uh, like mm-hmm. uh, Toad's Turnpike from N sixty four. But I think this one just kind of ratchets it up, ratchets it up to another degree. Like Toad's Turnpike, it's a classic. I love it, and I like the things they did with it in in aid of being able to drive on the walls and stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, it's kind of just like a you know like a circle, and the roads don't really change too much beyond the little side sections um for for items and stuff but i feel like moonview highway's got a lot more going on in it's the city like with cars booth. driving around you've got toll booths <laughs> to go through um yeah and i feel like beyond it on we i don't really remember it being anywhere else so it's not I'd like to see that one come back um another a couple more gamecube ones daisy cruiser is one of my favorites from uh from double dash of uh, driving through that um that cruise ship, you got the the pool at the beginning. You go down into the dining room. I don't know why those tables are moving so hard, but you got to avoid all of those. The uh, the shortcut where you can drop down and, and go through the little cannon up to the back of the ship and come back up and around. That one's a classic. Love to see that one back. And then probably my favorite from GameCube, if not one of my favorites, DK Mountain. Classic. Complete classic of going up through the cannon. You see the entire mountain that you're going to be going down, and then you go all the way down to the bottom. And that bridge at the end is so brutal. And I love that video online of the person that gets shot off at like eight times. It's it's a great I video. Say, man. It's a I love that. Video. It, it's really good. So Did they get hit it? by something. Someone like bounces them off. They spawn back in. They drive off, and then they get hit again. <laughs> it's great. And uh, it's always fun playing that track with friends. And they get on the bridge, and it's just uh, like, am I going to fall off? But that one's a classic, uh, and I'd love to see that one come back. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, Daisy Cruiser, DK Mountain, Waluigi Pinball, Maple Treeway are, like, all in my top five picks. Maple Treeway is 
probably my favorite Mario Kart course that's not in eight. That's probably my mm-hmm. number one that, that I'd want to see. Um, but I picked all different ones. So Rock Rock Mountain is from Mario Kart 7. And it is the first big showcase for the hang glider in the series. So you, you glide a ton down this really cool forest. And then you scale up a mountain at the very end with boulders falling down. It's a pretty good track. You also fly or, or drive through some caves that have bats flying around in the beginning of the course too. That's just a standout from Mario Kart 7 for me. And then I have... Koopa Cape, which is from the Wii originally and is also in 7. Just a really good water course uh, driving through. A, I don't even really know what to call it. A mountain? A river? I don't know. It's just this, it's this cool area that ends hey, is that in the, like a... Is that the one where you go through the uh, the tunnel underwater? The yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one's great. Yeah, and you're yeah, like going down a water slide for a part of it. And there's like a big red Koopa shell that you can drive through. It's like a shortcut. Uh, it's a really, really great track that's a classic from Wii. And then I made a late change because Zach had Peach Gardens, which I also had. But I threw on <laughs> Mushroom Bridge from the GameCube, which is another uh, city car track. Uh, I really oh, like yeah. that one. And it has the, the, at the end, there's the bridge where you can, like, go up across <laughs> the entire thing on the top. So brutal. <laughs> and it's actually slower than just going normally. So it's not even worth it. Um, but that one's really cool. Also, Mushroom City is kind of the precursor to Moonview Highway from the GameCube where it's a night track. Oh yeah, I love that one too. Branching paths and there's the Wiggler bus which can just destroy you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I either one of those I'd love to see. What's what's the course where you bounce along the top of like red mushrooms with white dots? Uh, mushroom gorge on Wii? Through a cave. Mushroom gorge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I was looking one. at that one too. That's a decent track, yeah. And then my last one is 3DS Rainbow Road. That's the best Rainbow Road ever, in my opinion. Uh, it is another segmented one, so I just threw in every segment track <laughs> that I want to see. Uh, you are driving on planets in this one. Like, you drop down to, like, the moon, basically, and there's chain chomps that are, like, low gravity, bouncing all around you. It's just a super cool track. There's a really cool hang gliding section at the end, too. Um, yeah, it's my favorite Rainbow Road, and I think that there should be a Rainbow Road. Uh, somewhere in this dlc in 48 yeah. new courses you gotta ha- add at least one and that's the one i went with so but beyond these returning ones the ones i want to see the most are the other tour tracks that have not already been confirmed we already have the ninja hideaway the tokyo blur and the paris promenade but we got new york london vancouver la the north pole berlin sydney and singapore are all other tracks from tour that i want to see just because i've never played them before I wonder how to play. Because, you know, when you make smartphone games, you do have to simplify things a little bit because yeah. you can't have it be as high octane while you're just on your phone because it's a lot harder to control. So we've already seen that there are several tour tracks coming, um, presumably more. Hopefully. So I will be curious to see how those play. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I'm sure that a bunch of people have not uh, have not played this for good reason because Mario Kart Tour with its microtransactions is pretty nasty. $50 for Diddy Kong. <laughs> Yikes. So uh, if you want to play any of those courses, uh, this is probably the, uh, the, best the opportunity bet. for you. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for uh, for the DLC. Month out from the first oh, drop. Yeah. Coming up soon. And All right, Zach. Want to finish right. it off with, uh, with what we've been playing? That's going to do it for this week's O2 segment news and rumor roundup. Oh, yeah. A lot going on. Well, now we'll be moving on to what we've been playing briefly. Uh, some games beaten this week that we'll be able to talk about, starting with Kevin. 
know you beat a game recently. What, why don't you talk about it? Tomb Raider's done. Nice. And I enjoy it. What? Glad you beat it. It's not very long. No, it? it's not super long. Um, I had a crash. <laughs> oh. oh no. So um, there's a moment where you are on a burning building and you have to jump to a helicopter and. While she was in the air, jumping to the helicopter, it crashed. So, like, at this, like, you know, um, this big moment in the story, like, oh, you know, I, I got to get off, off this building. It's going to blow up. She's like, oh, there's a crash. I was kind of surprising because that was the only crash I had. I don't know what happened there. But other than that, it was a fun little romp. Like, it never, never reached the heights of an Uncharted game, especially two and onwards two three and four it did you know uncharted one i it's a classic but you look at two three and four uh, much more fondly in terms legacy. of some of the and lost legacy for um for some of the set pieces and, and and just some of the bigger things that they did beyond that first one so <clears throat> i i put tomb raider more in that camp and a little bit lower because the characters you know they're not as likable and like i talked about last week there's that moment where one of the guys dies I'm like i don't know who you are like, yeah I, you know, am I going to be sad about that? Uh, but there are some really cool set pieces that you go through. Um, one of my favorites was uh, you're in this like Brit or this this boat that they have kind of suspended in the sky, uh, and then a whole bunch of stuff happens there. I thought that was super cool, um, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I there were some weird moments at the end, uh, specifically with the um, it's got its journal entries. Where it's like, oh, you know, this this character has left you notes or something. And sometimes it doesn't make any sense. Like, I watched a man die, like, before he ever entered this building. And I know for a fact that he never entered the building. And then I go in there and there's a note from him. I'm like, how did you get nice. in here? Like, why, mm. why is there this note? That's funny. And also, uh, in the very late stages of the game, you're battling uh, these people that use basically just bow and arrows and, like, ancient tools and stuff which is cool. Like that was, that was a really cool final area of uh, just like high octane, um, like combat through there, but they're dropping like rifle and shotgun ammo. I'm like, how do you have this? Like, not nice. that you use any of these yes, weapons. Never like, to me. I, I appreciate it because it allows me to tear through you guys a whole lot quicker, but um, you guys forget the guns and just bring the ammo. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but I enjoyed it. I had a good time, and I've heard that uh, the next game in the series kind of expands on it, and and is uh, you know is is the continuation of that. And I enjoyed it enough that uh, that I give it another go with what is it? Rise. Rise is the next one. Yes. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yep. Monster yeah. Hunter Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I but I enjoyed it. My thoughts on Rise, if I liked it more or not. It was your Shadow favorite one. Tomb Raider. Was or wasn't? It was. Rise was your favorite one. That was my favorite. I don't think that's true. That seems to be the weaker link for uh, definitively for everybody. I have no idea if that's true. I don't remember the second one at all. It did not stick. <laughs> my, it might just be aggressively forgettable because I remember the first one, um, and I remember the third one, but I just don't remember the second one. I think it was snowy. That's about well, it. that's that's the picture on the. Yeah, maybe on the that's cover, all I remember is, is the picture. The, yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed the combat. Uh, some good set pieces, some good action. Story's a little bit forgettable, and it's got some weird weird stuff, but. If you enjoy Uncharted, and now that, you know, for a while it seems like the uh, the series is, you know, not going to be getting a bunch of new entries beyond the movies, uh, I'd say it's worth a shot, especially because it's uh, it's pretty cheap. Uh, 
uh, the collection goes on sale quite frequently. Also, screw online achievements and trophies. Absolutely. It's still stupid. Like, I would have been kind of inclined to just go back and, and grab the other collectibles, but yeah. because there's all these online trophies, I'm like, no, thank you. I will not do that. Yeah, fair. Um, and then beyond that, booted up Wario World oh, on the GameCube. Game. Wow. <laughs> and it is bizarre. It is such a weird game of... I mean, it's Wario, so it's going to be weird. Um, of just, you know, Wario going through, beating up enemies, picking them up, pile-driving them for his attacks, spinning them around. The second boss is a dinosaur in, like... I don't even know, like, a swimsuit or underwear <laughs> or something. Like Nice. In like a, it's It's so weird. And the menu music is is just wario making noises and it is <laughs> aggressively annoying to the point where i pause the game for a second i gotta go back to playing because i can't stand the menu music that's awesome um, but yeah like it's also interesting looking at this game uh as someone who played super mario sunshine because there are sections that are incredibly similar like you will there are these sections where um you you know butt stomp into this uh into this door and you go down uh into the earth and then they have these floating sections like the floating sections hmm. in super mario sunshine they're not as brutal because when you die you don't lose you don't lose health or anything you just kind of get spawned back which is great because some of them are kind of brutal but uh yeah it's really interesting how that how there's a a, a parallel there um yeah it's yeah it's like a 2.5d platformer it's not full 3d you oh it get, isn't um no it's 2.5 more so more so in the vein of super mario 3d world oh okay that's not what um, i think when i hear 2.5d i think like metroid dread is like 2.5d like 3d so models it's not it's it's not a full 3d platformer. isometric 3d platformer i guess that would be the description for it <laughs> weird i didn't know that i guess i thought it was like a yeah, like it's, it's the only time you have full range of the camera is in those um not even full range but like actually being able to turn the camera okay. around yourself is in those floating sections um but yeah it's it's super interesting you know wario doesn't really get his own platform in games anymore the story is really not there there's just a gem that is evil <laughs> and you have to go and collect everything but nice you know as far as platformers go it's it's enjoyable just running through and getting all the collectibles it's not super hard doesn't have lives you lose money and you can restart at sections if you run out of health uh yeah it's interesting and it's a game that i i don't think they would do anymore um a wario centric platformer okay. I, I feel yeah. like at this point it's wario wear or nothing for him yeah. uh so it's interesting to see him in his own game because what and, shake it was the last one yeah uh, 15 years ago yeah and that one is purely 2D, wasn't it? Yeah, that's like hand-drawn. Yeah. yeah. It looks really cool. Which I've heard is also very good. The Wario games are good. Yeah. I enjoy. People uh, love Wario Land Wario 4 World. on GBA. They're good yeah. games. And I think Wario World fits into that fits into that mold well. It sucks that it's just stuck on the GameCube and probably won't get rescued. Come on, NSO. Maybe if they're, if they're doing NSO and they're actually serious about... Uh, providing more classic games. Maybe we'll see it yeah, again. So GameCube. But Let's go. Yeah. I'd love to have GameCube come back. It'd be so expensive. They probably another twenty five dollars. I'd pay here. for it. I'd pay yeah, for GameCube. Yeah, I do the GameCube too. Um, but yeah, bumped it up to like sixty or I do. If somehow you have a way to play Wario World, I'd recommend it for a nice, uh, nice little romp. Just don't pause the game because uh, 
it, it will make your ears bleed. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and that's uh, that's all I've been up to this week. Awesome. Logan? I've kind of been stuff together? doing not much because we got Horizon tonight. I know. I'm also in a yeah. bit of a waiting on Horizon kind of mm-hmm. place right now. I you don't, don't want to pick start up anything, anything too big. Exactly. Yeah, so I just, uh, Zach was here and we played some more Majora's Mask. We are three quarters of the way done with the main quest. And I really don't have any changes in how I'm thinking about that game still. I kind of covered it last week. And then uh, Mario Strikers. Been playing a ridiculous amount of Mario Strikers since Battle League was announced last week in the Direct. And uh, I played the GameCube 1 Super Mario Strikers, which is the one I played growing up. And then I picked up Strikers Charged, which I had physically for a long time, but just never booted up. And I had my first experience with that. And my takeaway is I think the GameCube one is a much better game. So I am hoping that Battle League takes more from that one than it does from Charged. Not to get too far into it, but basically with the Super Strike move in Charged, you can score six goals at a time. And then there's that goalie mini game where you use the pointer controls to try and block as many of the six as you can. But super strikes are so common. I just found that that killed the pacing of a game. And I only played like two or three games with Zach. So I didn't like that. And then I thought other th- otherwise, it was impossible to score offensively if you weren't doing a super was- strike whole game it was like zero to zero without those super strikes like the goalies would not let anything pass them no matter how many times you shot or how many times you did like a quick shot off a pass there was just no way of getting it in which was crazy but then uh the gamecube one was an offensive machine we were scoring it was great oh yeah you could score hard on (laughs) absolutely and i really like more skill based yeah, I really, I really Absolutely. liked that, and I do like that. There's the more sidekicks in the uh, in Strikers Charge, and I like that you don't have, to, you're not confined to just one for your entire team like you are in the original. So I, that character variety is good, uh, but gameplay wise, I think the first one's just a lot stronger. There's also more content in the Wii one, more more fields. Every field from the original is in the Wii one, which is cool. And there's there's some more stuff to do, but so yeah, bring the stuff and the characters from Charged, but. The gameplay the cool from the original. Video. Oh, yeah. The intro, the intro awesome. video is incredible. <laughs> it's charged. Incredibly hardcore. Um, but I did rewatch the Battle League trailer, and I saw that Super Strikes are with two goals again, straight up. So that has already returned to the GameCube one, uh, which is much better than how it is in the Wii one. But I'm loving the original. I'm going and doing the Super Cup tournaments, where you play like eight different matches to try and qualify for the playoffs, and then, and then you win a couple matches to win the playoffs to get a trophy and that's you unlock like the the cheat modes uh (laughs) i have the cyborgs already but that's how you get the cheat modes like giant mode or super fast mode and just stuff to make it even crazier it's a great game it's a great pick up and play game and it's making me more excited for a new one in hd with online play that a lot of people are going to be playing so yeah it just got me more hyped for it I'm excited. If it's, if yeah. it's anything like the GameCube version, it's definitely going to outshine the more recent Mario sports games that have not yeah. my interest at all. Um, yeah, because I had a lot of fun on the GameCube one, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah, it was really good. Maybe I'll be more inclined if you know, when you do pick up the new one and and I try it out, maybe I'll pick it up so we can play more often online. Yeah, join our league. I'm gonna We're going to have yeah. a battle league. Us three, maybe, and 17 others. From around yeah, the internet. Gotta, holy yeah, crap. We're going to have to 
scout some people out. Yep, for sure. If you want to join, tweet at Ode to Games, and you'll join our Bat League. <laughs> Eventually, when the game comes in out. In four months. Yep. In four months. be a little while. Yeah. yeah. And then, for me, uh, the only thing is I beat Alza Dwarf Ace Attorney Investigations 2. Let's go. Um, like I said, I, I kind of just hit a slump in the middle, and then I blazed through the end on, like, I just pick it up one day. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to finish this game. This was probably the longest one I've played so far. I don't know the exact time, but it took a very long time to get through this game. It's paced way better than the first one. Like, I feel like the cases were pretty quick in the first uh, Investigations game, and then the last one just dragged <laughs> way too long. And then in in this one, I think each case got the right amount of time that it needed, um, and the last one did not drag at all. Um, and, it, you know, I, the the gaps in between the cases were, like, almost immediate. Like, this Miles Edgeworth doesn't really get a break. Like, the whole span of these two games is, like, a couple weeks. Yeah, And crazy. there's five cases. That's, Putting like, ten murders overtime. in two weeks. <laughs> like, man had to solve ten murders in two weeks, which is insane. Uh, yeah. And they still questioned his, like, capabilities as a prosecutor. And I'm like, come on. This guy's the best around. You know it. Why are you questioning it? Um, and this game, yeah, it's my favorite in the series so far. Um, I think it was absolutely incredible. I'm really going to miss the walking around investigations, um, the the logic I really liked at the end. The logic chess was a cool gimmick. I'm fine that they didn't bring that back. But yeah, I'll just be able to move on to the final two uh, Phoenix Wright games and then the Great Ace Attorneys, which are Owen's favorite. And I guess Kevin's current favorite is yeah. uh, Great Ace Attorney 2. Yep. Yep. I really want to play those favorite. so bad. I gotta get through Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice. We were talking about on those. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. If Grab if the DLC. Now, Don't want to play Grab them on my phone. The DLC. <laughs> on phones. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, the DLC on the phone version? I think no. so. I think it is, okay. but just grab it before you forget. Before you literally can't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm still hopeful that uh, that they're gonna get their own collection at some point, but uh, yeah. Before the shop closes down, if they haven't announced it by then, I probably want to pick those up. Just yeah, to be yeah. safe, because there's a chance they might not. And Zach and I were talking that Zach is undergoing the same the same journey as I did, where you're like, man, three's the best. No, actually, Miles 2 is the best. So those were my two favorites <laughs> prior to Great Ace Attorney 2 being yep. my favorite. So we'll see if yeah. if it all stays the same. Yep. That, all right. That's it for me. Yeah. This time next week, it's going to be Horizon and Uncharted. Yeah. Big, big, big stuff next week. Huge day for PlayStation yeah. on Friday. Horizon Forbidden West and an Uncharted movie. Dang. Yeah, big day. So, yeah, look forward to, to next week where we're going to have uh, thoughts on both Forbidden West and the Uncharted movie. Any final thoughts before we wrap up this week's We're episode? also doing the Nintendo Switch Sports playtest this weekend. Oh, Which nice. you're not allowed we'll to talk some... about. <laughs> you can't talk about it? Did you guys see that? It's bizarre. No, it's, I didn't see that. It's in this fine print, and it's like, by signing up, you agree that you will not post screenshots or videos or share impressions of the game on social media. Never mind. <laughs> well, well, thing. I mean, saying that you're going to do it, I don't think is an impression. Yeah. Yep. No, I just think it's bizarre that I, I don't why know do why, they, why they want I, that. I guess because it, is it, is it going to be rough? Maybe. It's, Man, it's this, bad, this game yeah. does not run. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I what guess to an extent, the network me? test. Yeah it's kind of supposed to have some issues you know that's what they're trying to work out yeah and it's nice that it's 
this far in advance i feel like some of those tests were like beta tests like a week before some of these games came out like anthem had one of those i think mm-hmm. um but yeah maybe if if that doesn't work so well the impressions would not be very good yeah um, even though it's care. still a little ways out. I talk about it. I don't care about the rules. <laughs> Nothing they can do to me. Nintendo, they can I mean, strike our podcast. I don't yeah. care. It's not my podcast. We just uh, we just have to cut Zach's part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw it to Zach. What you've been playing? All right. He hasn't played any. Final thoughts. <laughs> Logan, any final thoughts for, from you before we wrap up? Rip the Wii U, man rest in peace been dead for five years Rip. been dead since 2012 uh, yeah you could say it's been dead years. for 10 years dead on arrival you could definitely <laughs> say that but yeah it, it was just kind of sad because i mean it's been the end of an era for a while but this was just like a sign of the times changing man made me feel old that they're shutting down those stores like the 3ds i got on launch day and yeah i love that system too so excited to kind of reminisce on more of those games as we go through and buy them so we have them forever yeah reminisce on the wii u games that i didn't play it's gonna be great game and wario festival i played that one sing party remember we played sing Sing party that's a good memory man yeah that's a good memory (laughs) two two awful games yeah (laughs) um yeah definitely over the next couple of weeks uh we'll be doing some reminiscing on the 3ds and logan on the on the wii u and we'll, we'll maybe we'll get a guest maybe we'll bring a guest on who's a big wii u fan uh, who was one of the 13 million one of the, one of the few <laughs> last <laughs> of a few am i right yeah and only down from here is uh, as as the support kind of dies off yeah but that is going to do it for us on this week's episode of ode to games we're here on thursdays or fridays apple podcast spotify odegames.com any other podcast streaming services that you may use video version is up on youtube around the same time at ode to games we're on Twitter at Ode to Games as well. You can send us an email at odegamescast at gmail.com. For Logan and Zach, I'm Kevin. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.